Good evening. You're listening to WNUR 89.3 FM, HD1, Evanston, Chicago. I'm Ilsa von Heimberg, and this is WNUR News at 6. Tonight, things that bring warmth, the Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV series, and forecasting 2024. Those stories and more coming up. From Northwestern University, this is WNUR News at 6. Brace yourself, Northwestern. Next week, temperatures are forecasted to drop into the negatives. As we prepare to enter the thick of winter, why don't we remind ourselves all the ways in which we like to stay warm? This is Things That Bring Warmth. Welcome back to campus, Wildcats. It's time to embrace the new year. And the cold. This quarter, one of my classes is English 208, Creative Nonfiction Writing. Last Wednesday, we read the works of Sei Shonagun, a Japanese imperial courtesan from the 990s. Most of her writings are lists about everyday life, adorable things, awkward things, things that make the heart beat faster. Her lists depict baby sparrows opening their mouths to eat, men with too big egos, and the sound of raindrops against window shutters. It's all so detailed, so personal, so necessarily normal. Her lists are a recording of her life during Japan's Heian period. This audio story is a recording of our life during the year 2024 at Northwestern. And given the approaching temperatures... Over the next several days, we have a snowy week ahead. And then by the weekend and next week, colder air to move in. Here's a look at the topic is things that bring warmth. Without further ado... Let's hear from the voices of Northwestern. My name is Alex Carr. I'm a junior and I'm studying journalism. And something that brings me warmth is definitely hot tea with a little honey and lemon. My name is Michelle Joe. I'm a sophomore and I'm currently studying in, not environmental science, <gasps> civil engineering. I love a good like fireplace like a campfire like when it's like snowy outside or like cold outside and making like s'mores with your friends is like really fun for weinberg jr lay patel smell and feel come together when it comes to warmth something that brings me warmth is candles i think also just the smell like it's good vibes and warmth and it's just like i don't really like candles in the summer so it like reminds me of like winter <laughs> like after being outside, going into like a really warm room. That was Weinberg and School of Communication sophomore, Ronaldo Teneo. He has a few more entries for the list. Coats and sweaters. I love like really like high quality, like knit sweaters. Like I just feel really cozy. I love like when you do like an everything shower and then you also like have brand new sheets, like clean sheets, like, and then you just like snuggle up in bed. Like, I think that's so much warm. Hot chocolate brings warm. Mm. Oh, soup, a good soup is really good in the winter time. Then there's also the emotional warmth that your people bring. As Weinberg freshman Nathan Kim says, um, I think at Northwestern, warmth is brought when 
I think I'm able to interact with people that are able to connect with me. So that usually happens in mud. But, you know, when I talk to people that uh, and I can have really good conversations with them, that brings me a lot of warmth because I feel like I'm meeting new people. Personally, I tend to find warmth when boiling a fresh batch of instant ramen or when sitting next to my dorm's radiator, even when it starts yelling at me. To those listening, I hope you all find your warmth during these next winter months. Stay safe out there. For WNUR News, I'm Michelle Wong. Fans rejoice as the Percy Jackson books finally get the faithful adaptation they deserve. Izzy Pereja has the story. On December 19, 2023, Disney released its new Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV show, based on the wildly popular book series of the same name. The show has gained much attention from fans, breaking a Disney television record with a reported 13.3 million viewers watching the show within the first six days of its premiere, according to an article published on IGN. Its popularity is especially evident on various social media platforms like TikTok, where the show and its characters have remained trending topics of conversation. With all the commotion caused by the arrival of such a long-anticipated show, I decided to interview fans Emma Nelson and Antonia Green to get their opinions on the episodes that have come out so far. How much of the show have you watched so far? I have seen all four episodes that I think are currently out. So far, I've only watched one episode. What made you want to watch the show initially? I was a huge fan of the books. I think I read them probably either late elementary school or early middle school. And I mean, that genre of, you know, those YA books where it was either fantasy or mythology related or anything like that was was huge um, in that time period for me and a lot of other people. So that's what made me watch the show. So I read all the Percy Jackson books in middle school and then I read like the second series off of that Heroes of Olympus and like made it my whole personality. I was such a Percy Jackson girl, like loved it. And what are your overall feelings about the show so far? I feel pretty good about it so far. I feel like the casting's really good. You can definitely tell that they're, and this is part of why the casting is good, is that they're the age that they're meant to be, at least roughly. But with that, there's definitely some moments where I'm like, okay, they are child actors. Let's not expect too much of them yet. I thought it was okay. I really enjoyed seeing like Percy and like reliving the childhood memories and all of that. But I don't know, I guess I wasn't like the biggest fan ever just because it felt like the acting wasn't amazing. And I feel bad saying that because they're so young, but I thought it just like, it, it didn't really like make me like excited to watch the next one. This show is not Disney's first attempt to adapt the Percy Jackson and the Olympians book series. The original movie franchise disappointed fans with its brazen lack of loyalty to the source material prompting its cancellation after only two installments. Many fans questioned whether another adaptation would ever be a possibility following the second film's release and subsequent failure in 2013. However, in committing itself to the content of the books, the Percy Jackson and the Olympians show seems to be everything fans could have asked for and more of a second attempt. When they announced the show, I was super excited because I'd seen the movies and, you know, they're they're not considered great <laughs> like they're fine but there's just a lot of things that sort of bother me about them the movies were entertaining in their own right but this one you can tell it's like 
the the changes they're making are less drastic and they seem a little more purposeful. I'm not like in love with the show, at least yet, but I definitely think it's a lot more enjoyable than the movies. I think it's it's got more heart to it. I think it was definitely better than the movies because like, at least they look like 12 years old on screen. I think they did a really good job like diversifying the cast and like there's really good like special effects. Despite the varying levels of satisfaction expressed by viewers, there's no doubt that the show shares a certain quality with the books that draws you in one way or another. I'm definitely excited to watch more. I feel like it is only going to get better because, one, I think their acting will get better, like the kids, as they go on, and they'll, like, get more into their character. And also, it's just, like, it'll be fun to watch all the relationships develop we're building towards like the climax of the first book and then even like the next seasons like my favorite book is probably the fifth one so there's always something to look forward to there because like the the stakes just only get higher and higher in this moment i'm like not you know super pressed about it but i've heard from other people that it's great plus tiktok is like obsessed with it so i feel like if i kept watching it i would get more into it in light of the previous adaptations, it seems as though the Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV series is a much more suitable and fan-appreciated adaptation of the books than the previous movies. With this success, there are many more episodes and seasons likely to come from this new extension of the Percy Jackson universe. For WNUR News, I'm Izzy Perea. A new year is officially upon us, meaning all the expectations for what the year might bring. Jessica Watts has the story on all things 2024. As the new year rolls around, it's a time for reflection, resolutions, and ratings. Whether you're waiting for your favorite artist to drop a new album, a long-awaited movie sequel to make its way to theaters, or your city's sports team to maybe make it to a championship this year, 2024 has lots of big things to come. I went out on the street, or Norris since, let's be real, it's cold, to talk to Northwestern students about their 2024 predictions and what they're looking forward to most. First, I spoke with sophomore Angela Johnson about all things pop culture in 2024. In 2024... I hope that we get some new music. I would love to see some new albums from Taylor Swift and SZA and Billie Eilish and Noah Khan and Gracie Abrams and Lana Del Rey and Ariana Grande. Just like I would love some new albums from those people. Recently, Ariana Grande has been teasing new music with her new single, Yes And, scheduled to drop on January 12th. This will be Grande's first time releasing solo music since her sixth studio album, Positions, which was released over three years ago. Grande's fans can expect a huge year for the singer, as she is also set to star in the movie adaptation of the Broadway sensation, Wicked, which is set to release part one in November 2024. Speaking of movie musicals, the long-awaited movie adaptation of Mean Girls the Musical, starring Renee Rapp, hits theaters this Friday, January 12th. I also think we're going to see the continued rise and success in 2024 of Renee Rapp. 
I love her so much, so I hope that this happens. But she is going to be playing Regina George in the um, 2024 remake of the Mean Girls musical. So I definitely think after that comes out officially, people are going to be obsessed with her. Um, and she has really good music, too, so I definitely think she's going to get really popular this year. The movie takes a new musical spin on the 2004 classic starring Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams and features a star-studded cast, including Christopher Briney, Jenna Fisher, and Ali'i Cavallo. It also features Tina Fey and Tim Meadows reprising their roles from the original movie. One of the biggest events coming up in 2024 is the presidential election. According to a recent study from the Pew Research Center, President Joe Biden's approval rating is pretty low. Only 33% of respondents say they approve of the way President Biden is handling his job as president. Junior Jimmy O'Nate is one of many people who is worried about how this year's election will go. I think I'm a little more pessimistic, to be honest, going to 2024. I just know like the elections are coming up in November. So to be honest, I don't have like a good outlook on how the political state is going to progress throughout 2024, especially for like at the end of the year. Freshman Jorge Martinez is also thinking about the possibilities the election may bring. I'm looking forward to the presidential election. I'm really excited. I think it has a lot of potential, um, not just for the new generation, but to influence national politics on a huge scale. I really do think that President Trump is going to be a huge force to reckon with and his ongoing court challenges I've been observing closely. Uh, I really do think that the Supreme Court is going to have a huge say on whether or not he can even run in, run in the first place. The looming presidential election weighs heavily on the minds of many Americans. But how do we find something to look forward to? I think I will balance out my negativity with some positivity. And I think there should be some good reggaeton music popping out. Um, I've been listening to really up-and-coming reggaeton artists, and so I think there will be some good music dropping, at least for 2024. I'm interested to see how, oh, I forgot the name, but it's Rosalia and like the new guy she's dating, Jeremy Allen. There's a new couple that I'm interested to see how they progress. Rosalia and Jeremy Allen White are not the only couple that will continue to be in the public eye this year. Many fans expect engagements from Tom Holland and Zendaya and from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, who have been taking the internet by storm recently. Similarly, the internet can't stop buzzing about the futures of Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, as well as Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. I think Bad Bunny is going to find another partner, and we're equally going to be upset. Um, at least I was upset when they, were, when they were dating. And I think Taylor Swift and the football player are going to get really serious. However, while there's so much to wonder about and look forward to in 2024, sometimes, according to sophomore James Stiso, it's important to just look forward to the little things. I'm looking forward to warm weather, blue skies with just a little bit of clouds, nice sunsets that don't happen at 4.30 but at 8, and sand volleyball, beach days, that's what I'm looking forward to in 2024. For WNUR News, I'm Jessica Watts. And with students back on campus, Wildcat sports are kicking back into high gear. Brendan Prizman has the sports report. 
I'm Brendan Crosby. Here's your NU Sports Report for this week. Northwestern men's basketball began the year with back-to-back Big Ten games. In a roller coaster conference, they put up some roller coaster results. The Wildcats lost to 9th-ranked Illinois by 30 on January 2nd, their first double-digit loss of the season. The team shot just 41% from the field, while letting Illinois shoot over 60%. Boo Booey led the way with 20 points, but tallied zero assists. That number would shift quite a bit in the Wildcats' next contest, an 88-74 win over Michigan State. Bowie scored 19 points, but also added 10 assists, a career high. Bowie also didn't turn the ball over, becoming just the fifth player in the NCAA this year to tally 10 assists or more without a giveaway. The 88-point output was the most points Northwestern scored against the Spartans since 1976. The team is looking to build on that momentum tonight on the road trip to Penn State. Unfortunately, the women's side has not been as lucky in the new year. Since 2024 began, the Wildcats have suffered two losses by a combined 70 points. In both games, the team failed to score more than 60 points. Both contests also saw Northwestern's opponents score 90 points or more. Against Penn State, Northwestern committed a season-high 30 turnovers and shot under 38% from the field. The Nittany Lions turned those 30 turnovers into 42 points and also scored 44 points in the paint. Against Ohio State, the Wildcats improved slightly, but not much. This time out, the team committed only 28 turnovers, and the Buckeyes scored 37 points off those. The killer in this game was Ohio State's offensive consistency. They scored 23 fast-break points and 20 or more points in every quarter. The lone bright spot for the team over the past week or so has been Kaylee Walsh, who totaled 30 points in the two games. The Wildcats will be back in action this evening in Madison, Wisconsin. In fencing, the Wildcats competed at the January NAC in San Jose, California over the weekend. Megumi Oishi finished fifth in the Junior Women's Sabre, the only Wildcat in the top 35. Oishi also finished in 10th place in the Division I Women's Sabre, with the performance earning her an A rating. Rowan Park and Karen Wang also finished in the top 35 in their brackets for Division I Women's Foil and Junior Women's Epee, respectively. The NAC comes after over a month off over winter break, but there won't be much time to shake off the rust. The Wildcats will travel to Medford, Massachusetts for the Tufts Invitational this Sunday. Following that, they'll travel to Philadelphia for the Philadelphia Invitational on January 21st. That concludes your NU Sports Report for this week. For more information about upcoming games, as well as how you can watch the Wildcats live, visit www.nusports.com. I'm Brendan Preisman, WNUR News. Now for a brief look at the forecast. Tomorrow, we're looking at cloudy skies with a high of 33 degrees and a low of 26. Friday has a chance of rain and snow with a high of 35 and a low of 29. We could receive 8 to 12 inches of snow, so begin mentally preparing now. And on Saturday, we are looking at windy conditions with gusts up to 40 miles per hour. The high will be 31 and the low will be just 12 degrees. Taking a look into the headlines in Evanston, Chicagoland, and across the nation and globe, Northwestern football has let go of its offensive line coach, Kurt Anderson. He has been with the team since 2019. He previously worked for four different colleges and the Buffalo Bills. Evanston City Council has pushed off raising the minimum wage until March. The council also dropped a ban on cashless businesses. Alabama football coach Nick Saban has retired after being there since 2007. He has won seven national championships, more than any other major college football coach. And Chris Christie announced today that he is ending his presidential campaign. He was known for his criticisms of former President Trump. 
That's all for WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on X at WNUR News and Instagram at WNUR News 893. You can listen to these and other WNUR News stories on our website, WNURnews.org. That's WNURnews.org. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our producer today is Mika Ellison, and our reporters are Michelle Huang, Izzy Pereja, Jessica Watts, and Brendan Preisman. I'm Ilsa von Heimberg. Check, catch our next newscast Friday, January 12th. Now, back to scheduled programming.